The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? It's me again, Jordan Rains. At Fifty Shades of Drunk, if you are on Twitter, thank you for subscribing to the YouTube channel. Thank you for listening to the podcast. This is the IDP Army podcast. We're talking mostly IDP, all fantasy football. We're going to talk a little bit about how week three went. We're going to talk a little bit about how the waivers are going to break down for week four. Um, And if you guys are used to me, usually kind of just like bam, bam, just running through these shows. I'm tired today. Um, It's been a long weekend around the Reigns family household and I'm going to be going a little bit slow. We might be trudging along today, but hopefully you stick around because I got some good stuff for you guys. Um, Week three, we got some good data points to go over, so this this should be a good show. If you have any questions, throw them in the comments. If I have a little bit of time, um, I'll try to answer those too as as well. So let's get it cracking on week four. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. All right, y'all. Okay, so I already have a comment, and I'm just going to lead with this comment because um, he's right. Okay, so we got one on YouTube here. It says, Chase Young is so overrated. I invested so much in him in, in di- so much into him into Dynasty. So to let go, I have to hold on to him. Too much into him to let go of him, so I have to hold on to him. But sheesh. 
Um, he says he's athletic, but his technique is terrible. All right, here's the reality. I'm not going to say if Chase Young's good or bad at football. That's not my world. I'm going to tell you this. Sell. Fire sale. Like, get out. Um, will he have boom games? Sure, eventually. Hasn't had one yet in his whole career. Um, if you go look at his numbers on a per snap basis, I, I, I should have pulled this up on my on here. Actually, I really want to try to find it. But follow me on Twitter because I'll retweet it later today. But I even said last year, Montez Sweat is better. I'm not necessarily better, but he he did score more points than Chase Young. I brought it up many times over the offseason. You know, Montez Sweat's the guy you want because he's going to be the value. Chase Young hasn't done shit this year, straight up and down. His pressures are meh. His tackles are meh. Everything about the guy's meh, except that except that he's Chase Young. He has huge draft capital, and he's playing a fuck ton of snaps. Okay, he is out snapping a lot of defensive linemen. But at the end of the day, honestly, it's not working out great for him. Um, I just changed him in the ultimate IDP index to a sell. I moved him down a tier. I moved him from the alpha prime tier one to the elite alpha tier twos last night. Um, I'm just I'm sick of it. You know, I have him in a couple of leagues. He's he's on, he's on my bench this week, guys. That's where I'm at with Chase Young. You have my permission to trade him away. Don't trade him for peanuts. OK, he's still Chase Young. The person you're trading him to. Maybe they don't watch this show. Maybe they do. Maybe they're still being told to hold out hope. Maybe they're being told to buy long, low, whatever. You should capitalize on that narrative. My suggestion is try to get rid of Chase Young in Dynasty and in Redraft. I'll be looking to try to get back a mid-level wide receiver too, you know, um, or just try to get another defensive lineman back. I mean, if you could trade Chase Young straight across for Brian Burns, that's a come-up in my opinion now. Um, Joey Bosa, that's a come-up. Nick Diaz, that's a big come-up. Chase Young, he just, I'm not saying long-term he's not going to be great. I'm not saying he's not a great player, a great athlete, all that stuff. I'm saying for IDP purposes, as your DL1, which you probably paid for, at this point, he's, he was just an overpay. It's kind of like the people who have DeAndre Hopkins or Allen Robinson right now. They're like, yeah, he's so good, but they're also just like in their heart, they're broken and they're shattered, okay? And that's You don't want to be that person, okay? Week three, hopefully you're 3-0, not 0-3. But Chase Young, it might be time to move on from it, especially if you can get good returns and you can sell him to somebody that still believes that he's going to break out this year in a big way. So... Thank you for bringing that up, HNIC Slim and the YouTube channel. That kind of just got me off to start right there. Um, I will go ahead and just talk about a couple of the guys that are in the index quickly that I did update over the weekend. Now we've had a couple of weeks. Um, Teron Johnson and Logan Wilson, who we will talk about shortly, um, and both of them were in the sleeper video, the very first seven IDP sleeper videos I did this offseason. Go check that out on the channel because some of those guys still may be on your waivers, still may be undervalued. But Teron Johnson and Logan Wilson have both been crushing it. Uh, both went up from uh, Tier 5 to Tier 4 in the index, from Tier 5 as studs, Tier 4 as beast mode. Went up a full tier. Bradley Chubb went down a tier this week. He went from t, uh, um, sorry, Tier 3 to Tier 5. He's just not going to do much for you in the next couple of weeks, and honestly, I'm a little bit worried about him. Um, then we had Isaiah Simmons. I took him up from Tier 4 to Tier 3. And then I took Trevon Diggs, who I another guy that was in my sleeper video. Good week for the sleepers this week. Uh, again, go back on the channel. I'll try to put the links down in the description as well. You can go back and watch the sleeper videos. I had three different uh, preseason sleeper videos that, honestly, a lot of those guys are doing really good. So pretty proud of that. But <clears throat> um, Trevon Diggs went up from Tier 6 starters to Tier 5 studs. Three weeks in a row now, he has an interception. Um which is crazy. You know, also is interesting is Logan Wilson also has three interceptions on the season. Uh, 
which is nuts, you know, but we'll take it. We like it. We'll take our wins. You know, a win's a win's a win. Three interceptions for Logan Wilson, three for Trevon Diggs through three weeks. That's big. So we'll take those wins um, to the bank. Now let's talk about any big news we had over the weekend. So we had a couple of little guys get nicked up. I know um, Khalil Mack got a little banged up in the game this week. Um, oh, Blake Martinez. This is big. I almost buried the lead. Blake Martinez tore his ACL. Um, he's out for the season. He'll come up again because I will bring up who you should be targeting on waivers to replace him. But that's a tough loss. I mean, Blake Martinez, 140-plus tackles each of the last three seasons. Um, he's in the Tier 1 of the Ultimate IDP Index. Honestly, he's the number five player in my in the Ultimate IDP Index. That's how valuable he is for uh, IDP and fantasy football. Um, tackle monster, out of this world, 21 impact plays last year. Had one of his best years, first year with the Giants. Sucks. Um, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just unfortunate news, but that's you're going to have to adjust, unfortunately. Um, but that's fantasy football. You know, it's management. It's adjustment. All these people that want everything to be best ball. Oh, come on. Play best ball. You know, you can play best ball, too. Management's part is fun. So um, had to bring that up. That's a tough one. Um, not a whole, whole lot of other crazy stuff went down over the weekend, though. Quiddy Pay, he's been kind of dealing with hamstring issues. He was out, uh, missed some time again. Um, J.C. Horn, oh, this is pretty big. J.C. Horn on Thursday night broke a couple of bones in his foot. So he is no longer be playing with the Panthers for at least a while. It was such a big loss for them that they traded um, with the Jaguars to go get their first round pick last year, C.J. Henderson. They traded Dan Arnold and a third round pick for him. Um, so they're they're playing to win, you know. I mean, they're not just kind of resting on their they're not, next man up. Just isn't not that's not how they're playing this. They're they're gonna go get guys that they have faith in and confidence in. I'm sure they scattered the shit out of A.J. Henderson or C.J. Henderson last year. Um, you know, first round capital for the guy and the Jaguars are just, I don't know, they're an organization that's in disarray. It doesn't surprise me they would get rid of a former first round pick after you know, he's been there 30 minutes. Um, a little coffee there. All right. So that's pretty much all the biggish injury type stuff. Um, I guess we can go ahead and kind of start talking about how the week went. So it was a good week for IDP, good week for the sleepers. Um, well, shit, I'll just go ahead and start bringing them up. Let's see here. All right, so we'll just go ahead and start at the tippy-tip top. My man Logan Wilson this week. Now, he was, again, go check out the sleeper video. I've had a uh, – he's been one of my favorite sleepers coming into the season for a long time. His impact play numbers were crazy last year on low on low snaps, but six to solos, eight assists. Okay, so one, he had a monster tackling day. Two passes defended, both were interceptions. And you can be like, oh, that's – unrealistic and unsustainable and yada 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 yeah it's unsustainable but also that's insane like okay so it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up logan wilson's career for you um because the guy's only played like 500 career snaps and i think this is like his fifth interception if i'm not mistaken let's see here yeah logan wilson has played has five interceptions, and the guy has played a cumulative career total of 544 defensive snaps. That's fucking bonkers, okay? I'm not saying it's going to happen all the time, but I'm just saying that's not nothing, okay? That's not nothing. Um, if you have him on your team, if he's sitting on your taxi squad, activate him. Quit playing, put, quit pussyfooting around, okay? Get him in your starting lineup, ASAP. 
Um, probably the most dynamic defender on the Bengals, not named Jesse Bates or Von Bell. And those guys are superstars. Those guys are superstars for IDP because they're getting all that stuff that bleeds through their line. Um, so a massive win for him. I think in coming to the season, I had him ranked running linebacker 25. Um, I think his consensus on fantasy pros was like 40, some 50, 47, 50, something crazy like that. So looking good for Logan Wilson, 39.3 points this week. Um, move along to the big dog. All right. Miles Garrett. Now this game is massive. Okay. Um, but I want to point out that this is not, this isn't just a massive game in general. This is this is the biggest game of Miles Garrett's career. Um, I, I want to just take a moment to say I did kind of shade him a little bit on Sunday morning. And when I shaded him, I should have known that he's going to go have the biggest game of his entire fucking career. But what are you going to do? So Miles Garrett went out and took a, a massive dump on my face. Um, four and a half sacks, seven combined tackles. Now you're like, oh, seven tackles. Why would you bring that up? Because Miles Garrett doesn't even put up hardly 45 tackles a year. Okay, and he had seven yesterday. He had like a like a fifth, a sixth of his overall production from last year yesterday. Um, it was a tough game for Justin Fields. He basically was sacrificed to the gods. Um, I mean, Miles. I mean, again, four and a half sacks speaks for itself. Monster, monster day, blow up day for Miles Garrett. First time he's ever had. Uh, I believe it's the first time he's ever had a three plus sack game as well. So, kudos to him. Eighty percent of snaps. Totally healthy. Um, but yeah, if you have Miles Garrett on your team, I'm not saying you should look to trade him. Um, I would, no, I'm not going to say that, but I'm going to say people will probably come sniffing around this week um, in a way that they didn't come sniffing around for Chandler Jones a couple of weeks ago because he is Miles Garrett. So be be open to walking away from Miles Garrett if the offer uh, is good, especially Browns fans. You know, some of these people in your leagues will overpay happily just to get their guy, and that's fine. That's fantasy football. Um, I'm just saying, Miles Garrett, this is literally peak value that he's ever seen. Because, he's, again, he's never had a game this big in his career, totally healthy, and he just dominated. You know, it was a good good week in the press for Miles Garrett, good week in the point department. Um, kind of crazy, though, if you're one of these, you know, these these pressure people. And you guys are know, I'm, you know, everybody loves to make fun of Jordan because, oh, he doesn't believe in pressures, which is bullshit. I mean, I do believe in pressures, but I just, to me, they're the air yards of defense. You know, they... They mean something, but they aren't the play itself. They're part of the play. But uh, Miles Garrett right now, pressure-wise, is third in the league, 16, um, which which is good. But he's turned six of those into or six of those have been sacks. That's you know, if you're sack, if you're a pressure person, you know that's unsustainable. But um, again, massive game. Target anybody that's going to be playing against the Chicago Bears on defensive line going forward. Jadavian Clowney had a big game yesterday, too. Um, Jeremiah Wusu-Kormo had a big game yesterday, too. Um, so target anybody that's playing Justin Fields at the defensive line position or on defense in general. Um, but kudos, Miles Garrett, 54-point game. He helped me win a couple of leagues. I think I went up against him in one, and I think I ate it. So it happens. All right, Jordan Hicks, 35-point day from him, um, playing against the Jacksonville Jaguars. A lot of this is on the back of, you know, his usual tackle numbers. He's a productively high tackler. He had a sack. He's been an impact player. If you go to the index, you can see that. Zayvon Collins, man, I mean, rookie. I mean, that's the breaks. We knew that this could potentially be an issue when he came in. Um, we saw it last year with Isaiah Simmons. They just did. When they have a veteran there who's going to play better, they just play him. You know, draft capital doesn't mean anything once we get to this point in the season when we're trying to get wins. 
And if Jordan Hicks is going to provide you with a safer, you know, just a safer play, then you play him. And that's the way the NFL is going right now. That's why they've been doing it. Wanted to highlight Jordan Hicks. He may or may not be available cheaply in your league because nobody wants him. He's not Zayvon Collins. He's not Isaiah Simmons. Uh, <clears throat> Kenny Young, highlight him. He was on the first week's waiver wire video. That's two waiver wire videos back. He was actually on the thumbnail. Um, you know, Rams run, wide or linebackers are tough. They they they're playing them both. They, they played Reader a little bit more last week. They played Young a shit ton this week. If you got the cojones to play them, I mean, one of them's going to do good pretty much every single week. Um, now, this these numbers are obviously a bit inflated. Three tackles for loss and a sack. Um, it's not every day that a Rams middle linebacker gets a sack on Tom Brady. It's kind of this. The score is kind of indicative of the way the game went. Um, I think it went a little bit more favorably for him than it probably should have. But we take the points. You know, thirty-four points for a, a guy that you probably maybe started. I don't know. Um, again, with some of the questions around him, he might have been more of like a flex play for you. You might have not even been playing him this week. But uh, keep an eye out for Kenny Young. He looks like he's gonna. You know, barring an injury or trouble, he could be an every week play. You know, maybe he ends up being this year's Alex Singleton, you know, where coming into the year, well, eh, 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 but then by the end, it's like he's going to get his. So I wanted to bring him up. Malcolm Jenkins. All right. This is a guy. He's a little bit older. This is three years in a row that I've been playing IDP that Malcolm Jenkins is old, but he's one of the top defensive backs. And he's been a top 25 defensive back each of the last two years. Massive game yesterday interception pick six okay that's big obviously it was against a rookie so that you know that comes into play a little bit two passes defended and i mean it's malcolm jenkins he's a, he's a veteran um if this new orleans team is going to succeed they don't have any really good offensive weapons besides kamara and winston they do have a lot of very savvy uh veteran defenders malcolm jenkins among them um if he's on your waiver wire he doesn't need to be there because he's going to make plays like this two or three more times this season could help you win your week. Uh, he's old. I get it. I mean, I, I get it. And especially on defense, it's so easy to just be like guys, 30 guys, 29. He's toast. Okay. Chandler Jones is 31. He had a 60 point game week one. Okay. Um, Malcolm Jenkins. I think he's 33, 33 point game this week. Um, Antoine Bethay, he's the guy I always kind of went back to last couple of years with the Giants and then with the Cardinals. He was an older safety. Dude got 100 tackles basically like money every single year, and he made impact plays. Um, safety is a position that can remain productive late into their career because it's, 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 it's defense is reactionary. Okay. So if you can process mentally what's happening, even if you lose a step physically, if you're there up here, you're already there. And Malcolm Jenkins is one of those guys. So if he's on your waiver wires, go get him. Brandon Jones. Okay, this guy, I wanted to bring him up. He was a safety. They drafted him last year with Miami, and he's in the index right now, but he's at the very bottom of the index. And when they drafted Javon Holland, um, I wasn't really sure what to do with Brandon Jones. Now, the thing I, I do want to point this out about Brandon Jones, if you're watching the show, this matters. He blitzes a fuck ton, okay? Two sacks this week. He basically, I think he blitzed more last, blitzed like the second or third most blitzed uh, defensive back in the league last year. And they've used him like this again this year. Um, and he's playing a lot of snaps. So Brandon Jones is a name to keep your, you know, to go get. If he's on your waivers, go get him. He's young, 23 years old. His only second year in the league. Um, his snaps have increased each of the last two weeks. I think he played a season high snaps this week, and they're using him. So you know, three quarterback hits. That means he was blitzed quite a bit. Um, Devin White, for example, only has four has four this year. So he had three quarterback hits in this game. 
Okay, so he's being utilized in a way that allows him to get premium points. 29-point game, a lot of defensive backs don't even have that in their wheelhouse because they're not going to get blitzed. The next guy I'm going to bring up, also in that wheelhouse, well, I have two more guys I'm going to bring up on this wheelhouse. I'm going to bring up Chuck Clark first. Another guy coming into the year, I told you all, you want to get defensive backs from the Baltimore Ravens because they blitz a lot. They have to get pressure. They manufacture their pressure. Chuck Clark came through this week, got himself a sack. He's probably going to get two or three more this season. Came up with a tackle for loss. Got 11 total, 12 total tackles. I mean, it was a massive game for him, 30-point day. Uh, Kudos to him. So these are, you know, 31 points from Kenny Moore. These are all defensive backs, too, that you can – well, you know, Kenny Clark, not Kenny Clark, Kenny Moore and Chuck Clark were both in my top 25 this week. And, you know, they they they, they delivered. That's what you want. Um, Brandon Jones is going to be getting an uptick. Uh, but Kenny Moore, anybody that knows me, you know, or knows IDP fantasy football knows that Kenny Moore, he's the slot corner for the Colts, and he scores b- buckets of points. I mean, he gets a lot of tackles, and he gets impact plays, too. He had an interception, two passes defended. He gets a sack or two a year. He stays fairly healthy. Um, so Kenny Moore, 31-point week. If you played him, if you had him, you probably played him. I know I played him in a couple of CDs specifically because I don't stream CDs. I just draft good ones, which I suggest you do as well. And I played him in a couple of leagues too where I have DB spots because you don't have to play a safety no matter what somebody tells you. It's your lineup, whoever you want out there. All right, now Alexander Johnson, AJ Johnson. <clears throat> kind of a 31-point week. I'm just going to call this a fluke. I'm not saying go get him. I'm not saying don't go get him. But I'm saying – the Denver defense is pretty boring. Alexander Johnson is a pretty boring linebacker. I don't think he's even in the index because of what he's 28, 29. I think he's a year or two away from not playing in the league anymore. But he did have two sacks, only seven tackles total. No, five tackles total. Okay, all of them were solo. So you like to see that. But um, I'm not expecting a lot of prolific weeks like this out of him. And honestly, if he does push up past 18 points again this season, it's probably going to be on the back of more tackles and not impact plays. We'll have to see. You know, that could be wrong. Um, if you like Denver, if you like Alexander Johnson, A.J. Johnson, I mean, if you're into that, um, he's a flex play, you know, linebacker three probably. He did have a good week. Uh, I don't. I just don't expect a lot of weeks like this out of him. I'm just being completely honest. But I wanted to bring him up, highlight him. And then again, like I said, Chuck Clark, he's a dog. Um, he should be in your lineup basically every single week. Got a few questions, comments coming in. Let me see if there's anything worth bringing up here. I mean, I'm sure they're all worthwhile questions, guys, but only have so much time. So, ah, okay, here we go. I had someone actually ask, can you talk about the Dolphins' safeties? So, yeah, I did just bring up Brandon Jones. You're definitely going to want to not leave him on your waiver wire if he's out there. Um, he plays high leverage snaps, and he's probably going to get a little uptick in the index. Right now, he's in Tier 7. I know that because he's the bottom-tier guy because I wasn't sure what to do with him coming into the year. They'll probably go up to Tier 5 um, after this week, or Tier 6 after this week, um, making some more adjustments there. Shout-out to everybody that's in the Patreon. Shout-out to everybody that's in the index. You guys already know this thing gets updated all the time. Um, I can't even – I was trying to post when I'd update it and stuff, but there's so many things going in there now, it's pointless. Just If you're in it, you know. If you're not – get in it um all right we have here other questions yo what's up my man hi jordan uh thank you for suggesting playing byron murphy over winovich this week made me win my matchup you're the man hey appreciate it um i don't even when you asked that question i'm pretty sure when you said byron murphy i thought you were talking about um who's the other cornerback for the the for the miami 
I did. I, I completely forgot who Byron Murphy was when you asked that question today. I'm gonna be completely honest. I've actually been thinking about it the last couple of days. Like, oh my gosh, like I don't remember if I told him to play him or not. But I remember that question coming up. I couldn't be like, but then he had a huge game, and I was like, oh god, I hope he played him. So, um, glad you got him in there. Do it for 20. That's what we want to do. Win. Um, speaking of winning, if you're 0 and 3, don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. Don't start bitching. Don't complain. Um, you got one extra week this season to make it up. That's awesome. Look forward to that. And it's and you know, and there's so many guys in the league right now, their chest puffing out, they're feeling good. It's gonna feel really good when you come up and take that number one spot from them, or even when you just slide one spot ahead of them. So fantasy football, I call it the war of attrition. You don't win it in a week, you don't win it in the summertime. You play. You play to the whistle. Okay. You play to the last snap of the last game. If you have any shot at making it to the playoffs, play the game. All right. Um, I got a lot of three and oh or not all I got one. 0-3 team. Not excited about it, but you know what? I ain't giving up. I'm close. All right. It's just week three. Um, okay. All these questions over here aren't really looking like anything super duper interesting. Sorry, guys. I might come back to them here at the end, but I have a I want to get to the the main course of the show, and that is going to be the waiver wire segment. So here we go. These are your waiver wire targets for week four. Some of these guys have been on here the past couple of weeks. Kenny Moore, Kenny Young, Nick Bolden, they've been on here for a couple of weeks. Robert Quinn, I wanted to bring him up. Four sacks. Four sacks through three games. He looks a lot more like 2019 Robert Quinn right now than 2020 Robert Quinn. 2019 Robert Quinn played well enough to get like a 50, 60, $70 million contract from the Chicago Bears. I don't even remember. Um, was injured last year, didn't do much. Had a few forced fumbles, which is good, but his sack numbers were low. His, his, his get-off was not looking good. He just was not looking healthy. He looked healthy this week against um, Baker Mayfield, who's got a great offensive line. He had one and a half sacks this week. Like I said, he has four through the season. Robert Quinn should not be on your waivers. Um, if he is, go pick him up. I'm not saying you have to play him, but he's getting into that point to where he definitely should be in contention for a starting spot, um, especially if, if Khalil Mack is going to see some time down. Maybe he picks up those extra snaps. I don't. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But Robert Quinn does not need to be on your waivers anymore. Um, he was kind of a miss for me last year, but again, the injury was part of that. Justin Strand, or I don't know how to say this guy's name, Justin Stranad, linebacker from Denver. Josie Jewell is out. He had an okay game. Um, you know, if you're looking for linebacker depth, he's got to go go check out Malcolm Jenkins. I brought him up. Greg Roussel, He's on the thumbnail for this video. Um, he's beasting right now. I mean, his pressures are high for a rookie. He's getting tons of playing time and he's playing well. Um, shout out to the guys at cover one. If you guys follow them on YouTube, you should, if you don't follow them on Twitter, you should. Those are my boys. Those are my homies over there. Um, appreciate them and watching a lot of stuff that Greg has been putting out, um, on Greg Rousseau. Uh, and you know, it's just, it's just all looking very good. Things are crescendoing for an already crescendoing and ascending Buffalo Bills team. So Greg Roussel, get him on your teams, especially in Dynasty. He hasn't popped yet. Um, not saying he's going to be the next Chase Young, but, I mean, his numbers so far look Chase Young-ish. So take that as you will. Brady Jones, brought him up just a minute ago, but he is also a waiver target for you this week. Um, again, the high leverage snaps make him a very sought-after commodity, in my eyes, in IDP, should be. I don't know if everybody's caught up yet or not. Um, so Tay Crowder came in for Blake Martinez. 
I have to kind of assume he's going to take over that middle linebacker role for the New York Giants. So he's probably, if I had to prioritize these, he would be the top. Um, because we know that that's a productive spot. It was productive last year. They play primarily one linebacker. And we have seen, too, where, you know, some of these guys that come up off the bench, they're, they're just very excitable. Um, they play really hard. I don't know. Vibes, guys. So maybe Tate Crowder's trying to prove something. So maybe you get lucky, maybe you get a little bit more bang for your buck than you thought. But if you are desperate for a linebacker, if you lost Blake Martinez, this is your direct replacement. Tay Crowder, I would, if you're in a fab league, I mean, I wouldn't spend more than five, seven bucks. I'm not going to break down percentages for you because I don't even fuck with percentages in my leagues. I just do dollars. Some of them I have 300, some of them I have 100, some of them I have 1,000. It just depends on what I think. Um, but on a $100 budget, you know, if you – are rocking, I don't know, Rashawn Evans and uh, who's some other just okay guys, Tremaine Edmonds, and you just have some okay linebackers. I'm probably going to spend seven, eight, eight bucks on Tay Crowder if I need that spot filled up. Hopefully, you have somebody on your bench who you can just call up and it's going to be good. Um, but if not, Tay Crowder is definitely going to be worth an add. David Long, Tennessee linebacker, J.R. Brown has struggled with injury so much. At this point, I'm just like, I'm not over him, but it's like, I, he started this game. Let's put it this way. He started, he was started this game just last week. And I've got Jayon Brown in like, I don't know, a third, maybe half of my IDP leagues. I didn't start him in any of them because I know you can't predict injuries, but I just looked at it. I was like, he's not going to play the whole game. He just doesn't do that anymore. So I took him out. I put in a bunch of other people instead of him. And I'm very happy I did because guess what? Jayon Brown missing more time again. So, sucks to suck. Sucks that that keeps happening to him, but this is where we're at. Jayon Brown, you can, you can almost start fading him out of your lineups. David Long looks like he might be his replacement. Looks like he's going to be his replacement. If you have Jayon Brown and you're looking for a direct replacement, I'll go check. Go look for him. Denzel Perryman right now. Curious case of Denzel Perryman. I think right now he believe he leads the league in tackles. Um. And combined tackles. I want to vet this real quick. If my laptop works. Oh, good. Um, if he's not, it's Bobby Wagner. Okay, Bobby Wagner has 44. Okay, Denzel Perryman has 36. So he has the third most tackles in the league right now. Um, that's with him missing some time last week. He left the game early. Um, rest in peace, Nick Kwiatkowski. Rest in peace, KJ Wright. Rest in peace, Corey Littleton. Littleton still, he played, I believe, like around 80, 85% of the snaps this week. Let me double check that in the index. The index is dope, guys, because uh, we, we got the snap counts in there. Shout out to Bomber. He has been helping me keep that updated slash doing that. Okay, he played a little over 65% of snaps this week. So, yeah, rest in peace, all those guys. If you want a Raiders linebacker, if you want a Raiders linebacker, why you would want that, I don't know. But if you did, Denzel Perryman's your guy. And then Aziz Alshir, um, linebacker 49ers. We've talked about him a couple of times. Um, because he's been the biggest wave of wire target since week one, still playing well, still somebody you're going to want on your team versus on your opponent's team if you have room for him. So those are my main waiver wire targets for this week. Follow me on, you know, Twitter, Instagram, follow us on TikTok. We'll, you know, we have content just pouring out of our ears around here. Um, we're trying to grow this IDP thing. And we appreciate you all being here. Man, y'all blowing up these comments. I appreciate it so much, guys. I really do. Um, I'm supposed to be at work today. My daughter's sick. I'm getting ready to go upstairs to take care of her. But 
I really need to crank this show out. I appreciate all you guys being in here. Let's see who we got here. Does Terrell Edmonds suck or what? Apparently not anymore. Um, apparently he's playing really good. So, Derek Mock, Pete Warner played more snaps than Zach Vaughn. Thoughts? My thoughts are I don't really want a linebacker that's not named Demario Davis from the, the Saints. Demario Davis had a monster week. Actually, he should have been one of the guys I brought up in my little pictures over here because he had a big-ass week, and that's just what Demario Davis does. Um, one of the most underrated linebackers in the league, and he's well on his way to a linebacker one finish this season. Xavier McKinney is killing me. Yeah, me too. I didn't play him this week in my life. I think I played him in one league. Just play Jabril Peppers and Logan Ryan, and don't, you know, just, just stop trying to dance around it, okay? He's young. You know, your veterans are going to more often than not be the guys you want to play. Um, yeah, Xavier McKinney, I don't want to say he sucks. He's bad. Whatever. That doesn't matter. Friday P, you don't want him in your lineups right now. Okay. Um, any other guys I want to bring up quickly? Cameron Curl had a nice week. Um, you know, the he also has really good PFF grades for all you PFF heads out there. I just want, I just want the world to remember. You can go check the channel. All right. I had a. I was big in on Cam Curl. I think it was like in February I made a video. I don't make a lot of videos around single players for the channel, but I did make one for Cam Curl because I believe so heavily in him. He's fucking awesome. Through four three weeks, he's one of the highest graded safeties on PFF. He's played really well. Logan, the people that were like, oh, Landon Collins is going to come back, and the people. You know exactly who I'm talking about. These guys out here who are like, oh, Landon Collins, blah, blah, blah. You're not playing fantasy. You're not helping people win fantasy football when you say – Dumb stuff like that, okay? You're supposed to evaluate the players in front of you and say, is this something you can trust in? It was so obvious that you could trust in Cameron Curl that when most of the IDP community was trying to tell me not to, I mean, it's almost like gaslighting. It makes you feel like you're insane. But proof's in the pudding. He who laughs last, laughs best. And me and Cam Curl right now, we laughing all the way to the bank. <clears throat> what are your thoughts on Chargers linebackers? They seem like they do. Yeah. Man, Chargers linebackers right now is just like, stay away. Like, Kazir White looks good and crazy because last year he was super productive early in the season. Kenneth Murray's ankles hurt. He did not play a full gamut of snaps this week. He didn't even play the most snaps. I think he played the least snaps. And then Tranquil, he's good. Tranquil's good. Um, Kazir White's good enough. But they're going to be LB3 flexes for you, okay? Whereas Kenneth Murray was hopefully going to be a borderline you know, linebacker too. With with his injury concerns and just what's happening there, I don't, you know, Derek, I'm really not excited about starting any of these guys. I don't want to unless I have to, unless they have an extremely positive-ish type of matchup coming their way, which kind of crazy. You wouldn't have thought they had a good matchup this last week, but I think because you're wide ended up with a, a full sack on Mahomes, so that was hard to watch. Tough week around here, all right? We had the the, the Steelers lose to the Bengals. That hurt. And we had the Chiefs lose to the Chargers, which that didn't hurt. I'll be honest with you. That was honest. That was honestly just an awesome game to watch. It was kind of good to see. It was good to see Mahomes and the, the boys get in a fist fight and lose. Um, and why would I say that as a Chiefs fan? Because hopefully it makes the Chiefs realize that you, you, football is a complete game. Yeah, you have the best of the best at a couple of spots. But people are figuring out ways to get around that mainly not letting you have the ball at the end of the game because guess what your defense is so bad and i've said this going back two years you can check on this channel i even said in the super bowl it's just like we have a playmaking defense 
yeah, Honey Badger starts the game out with a pick six. It's flashy. Flashy as fuck, okay? Frank Clark, Chris Jones, sack Tom Brady on the first drive of the Super Bowl. Doesn't mean anything if you can't stop the fucking run, if you can't stop the other team from scoring, okay? We have playmaking defense. We have playmaking defenders. As a unit, we can't do shit, and it sucks, and I hate it. That's why Mahomes throws for a million yards every week. That's why Clyde Edwards-Rolaire doesn't really run a lot. I mean, he was efficient this week, but it's like we've got to start being better with our, our team management. Anyway, I won't go too too far into the weeds there on the Chiefs. They still have, you know, we still have the best, you know, we still have Steph Curry, LeBron James, um, you know, and Russell Westbrook running around out there. So we're, we're looking good. But, man, Justin Herbert, he got some dogs on his team too. Um, and their defense is a lot better than the Chiefs defense. So, Chiefs, you better get your shit together. All right, let's see if we got any more questions here in the comments. Honestly, we're 35 minutes in. I'm almost done. I thought this was going to go on and on and on. But you're welcome, y'all. Um, appreciate you, IDP Army. I don't really know what else to say. This is These are my waiver wire targets. More guys will come by the end of the week, I'm sure. Follow on social media. Subscribe to this channel, okay? Join the Patreon, okay? Look at this. You see this? If you're on YouTube, you see this? This is duct tape, okay? We need to upgrade the studio. You know how we do that? You join the Patreon. So hop on the Patreon, throw a couple bucks our way. All that money that you're giving to Patreon just gets dumped right back into the brand, okay? We're working on the index, um, you know, trying to get more people on the social media stuff. We are, you know, we're we're, we're moving IDP forward with or without the, the rest of the fantasy community. And honestly, it's been really cool to see it grow. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I always get sentimental at the end of these shows. I'm always like, man, man, man. But I do appreciate you guys. I do appreciate the IDP army. Um, if you have any questions, leave them in the comments. Um, hit me up, like I said, on you on Twitter. That's a good space to get hold of me. But if you want me to for sure answer your questions and like get back to you and really put some thought and um, energy into it, the Discord's the best spot for that. To get on the Discord, you gotta get on the Patreon. So come hunt us down over there. I will have another video. I think I might even shoot another one later today during nap time. So um, we should get some uh well, some more content coming out on the feed. You guys already know that. And yeah, good luck on you know your waivers. And let me know if you have any questions, and I will see you back here soon. All right. Peace, y'all. Let the rain hit the sand. Build a house on a rock, got a plan. Gotta get stocks, keep them bands. Hear the clock tick, blades on a fan. Used to be mundane on a Monday. Now you have fun day on a Sunday. Cause you switching it up and you living it up. You ain't getting enough.